And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports short. What's up, everybody? This the big homie D Murf with a special report. Man, hey y'all, NFL season heating up, and I'm just I just had a moment, man, where you know, growing up. In the 80s and the 90s, especially, even in the 2000s, especially watching football, I had a question, you know, for, for you guys out there. Is the scrambling quarterback position extinct or the phrase scrambling quarterback? Is it really talked about? So, you know, I was thinking, of course, get well, Deshaun Watson, in, you know, with me living in Houston, watching him before he got hurt, man, he was balling. I was like, man. Who else really putting in that type of work? And I know, you know, he did the same thing when he was in Clemson. But I was thinking right now, currently in the NFL, who do we have that are really considered scrambling quarterbacks or quarterbacks that can really run? And I'm not saying like goal line, like touchdowns. I'm talking about actually can scramble and fend for themselves when the defenders, especially those, you know, linebackers or safeties or linemen in general who's coming after them who can actually, you know, get get away and, and gain some yards on their feet. So I was thinking, I said, man, let me see. Let me see. We got Russell Wilson, you know, Russ. Shout out to him and Sierra doing their thing. Then I said, you know, Tyrod Taylor. Then I said, you know, Jacoby B, you know, Brissett from the Colts. But then I said, mm, Brett Huntley. Mm, maybe Dak Prescott, DP, man, from the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, right now, their team is struggling, but he was an explosive player last year in his rookie season. This year, he's doing pretty solid. So, I know it's still early to tell, but I believe he, if he can keep the right group of people around him outside the field, I believe he can maybe be one of the strong candidates and being known as that scrambling quarterback who can also, you know, beat you with his arm and bring a championship to his current team. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I'm not putting pressure on, on Dak. But I really – it's just it's just something, man. Like I said, I, I don't want to keep going retro and looking for impactful players that's quote-unquote considered scrambling quarterbacks or who can use their feet to, to win a game. So, But, yeah, this, like I said, this is something I'm just thinking about, man. And, and uh, it's interesting to see how it's all going to play out. Cam, I said Cam. I, I don't. I, I'm still. I, I don't know what to say about Cam. But I was really thinking. I'm like, do we really have a pure scrambling quarterback? And I'm like, no. I, I was thinking maybe RG three. 
Well, we know – I don't even know what he's doing now. He came into the league, did his thing. Vince Young, for those UT Longhorns alum, and even when he came into the league, he had – show promises of what he did in college and that didn't last long so again it just makes me think if you're coming in or known as a scrambling quarterback do you have a career that is long you know what I'm saying so currently I'm really and for the listeners out there please help the big homie out but I'm really not sure if we will ever have a quote-unquote scrambling quarterback or quote-unquote pure scrambling quarterback that in the NFL especially that can have a long career. And Michael Vick, I want to give out a shout-out to Michael Vick. That's the only one that comes to mind. And I know when he was on the game, like he was instant offense. He can beat you. He can beat you by himself, and and for those teams when he even when he's with the Eagles, for those few years he was still, you know, at an eighty speed for a quarterback. So that was crazy. But I, I was just thinking back, man. I'm going retro. You know, Dante Culpepper from the Vikings. Randall Cunningham played for the Vikings. Then he played for the Eagles. Then we had Doug Flutie, man, a, a journeyman. Steve Young was even quick too, man. So I'm just thinking, like, man. Guys that were successful on their feet and that gained a lot of yards, you you know, I'm just thinking those names are marquee names, but the names that I stated earlier in the show, I, I don't, I can maybe see two maybe going to the Hall of Fame, but these names that I just named had an impact, a huge impact in the game itself. Because even with Dante Culpepper, they had, uh, and listeners, y'all got to bear with me, the guy from uh, LSU, the quarterback that went to the Raiders, I think Jamarcus Russell, if I'm not mistaken. And if, and if I'm, if I'm, I'm just trying to think out, you know, think out loud, but Culpepper, they was trying to compare him to Culpepper when we all know that, you know, yeah, his stature, his built was, but mentally, and just talent wasn't even there. So, again, Culpepper impact. Randall Cunningham had an arm, and he can run. So, that's where, you know, like him and Michael Vick, the comparison. Doug Flutie, I think 5'7", and, and again, impact in the game. How many quarterbacks you know that small, or in this case, that short? And then Steve Young, man. Steve Young was fast very underrated speed in his position so I'm sure there are some more names that comes to mind but for me personally when I think of a scrambling quarterback those guys that I just named were impactful scrambling quarterbacks and then that made me think again again I'm just you know in my zone as I you know watch these games let's let's talk about the college how these guys were scrambling quarterbacks scrambling quarterbacks and then when they got to the league they didn't scramble or they didn't even play quarterback because of you know I guess the longevity or just the question that I just threw out there do pure scrambling quarterbacks or quarterbacks that use their feet have a long career so I think of JT Barrett JT Barrett as well as Lamar Jackson so Ohio State you know they just beat Michigan 
But again, Ohio State was ranked, so I don't know. You know, people like, oh, they beat Michigan. I'm like, yeah, even though Michigan has that prestige name, but they still aren't as talented. Even though it was a good, it was a good fault, you know, game on Michigan standpoint. And Deshaun, I know you probably at me later. And then Lamar Jackson, you know, Louisville doing his thing. Will these two guys come into the league? And play similar roles. And like I said, with Deshaun Watson. So I'm just glad Deshaun has an opportunity to to maybe restart this conversation amongst the world. But it's some players that I want you guys to, to, to just reflect with me or even do some research on just to, you know, just to fill me out. So college players, college quarterbacks that were scramblers and very successful at what they did but went to the league and had to change their position. A few names I want to bring out to y'all. Just something for y'all to think about. And, and again, look at their numbers. First one, again, speaking of Ohio State, Troy Smith. Troy Smith, beast, ran with his feet, brought a national championship to the university, went to the NFL, bounced around, and just recently was cited for DUI, so... Again, that's a whole nother story. Antoine Randall L. For those Midwest, yeah, he went to the same. Um, he was in the same conference that I played high school ball in. He was a high school baller, too. A lot of people don't know that. And then he ended up going to Indiana University and did his thing. But then he ended up getting drafted as a receiver, I believe, as uh, a stealer. And then some, and this person right here. I really had to do my research. And I was like, man, I remember this guy. I was watching like a ESPN 3030 and a gentleman named Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell. He was the only person in NCAA history to have over 5,000 yards passing and 3,000 yards rushing in his career for a small Louisiana University which is, I think it was Southwest Louisiana State, which is currently uh, uh, Louisiana Lafayette now, Raging Cajun, if I'm not mistaken. So, man, these guys were beasts and setting records and, and just doing just remarkable things for their universities. And then when they went to the NFL, they had to change. And I want to just elaborate a little bit more on Brian Mitchell for those guys that's more, you know, retro with the game and just know the history. Brian Mitchell became a special team specialist. If you look at what he did in the NFL, he's considered as one of the all-time kick and punt returners in the league. So that leads me to the question. Are scrambling quarterbacks, especially in the NFL – are they extinct? Is it is it just a phrase to to for defensive specialists? I mean, defensive coordinators like is scrambling quarterback is that really a real thing? So I just want to ponder that question. But right now, guys, I got two people that I rock with that I got love for. The first person is Mister Simpson Q from Chopping It Up with Q from TCD. Media Network and Talking 30 Radio out in Dallas. And of course, my dog, co host of Why Not Sports, Rub Boy, Turn Up Row, Big Roy. So, all right, y'all. Hey, man, check them out. Let me know what y'all think, man. Hit me up on Twitter and IG at Isdmurf. 
email me at it's dmurf at yahoo.com. Leave comments, pose other questions, and then we can go from there. But until next time, man, look forward to the next uh, topic that comes to mind. And on this special report, all right, y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Peace. Yo, man, what's going on, man? You know, I ain't the big homie, but I am back in the building. Nah, man, what's good? This is your man Q from uh, Chopping Up With Q Podcast, Talking 30 radio show. And, you know, half owner of the TCD Media Network had to come in again for my for the big homie, D. Murph, man. So the question nowadays, you know, because you got a lot of these cats and unfortunately he happens to play for, um, you know, the, the uh, other Houston team. I always say the Titans are the OG Houston team. I don't care. Y'all can fight me it is what it is. But the young man who is playing quarterback over there, Deshaun Watson, is putting up numbers and putting in the game. So it kind of raises up the question of is the idea of having a quarterback who can scramble or a scrambling quarterback, is it now resurfacing as an asset? And I guess you got to kind of just unpack it this way. In my opinion, I would say it's never not been. Now, you know, we kind of go throughout the history and, you know, most, when most people think of a scrambling quarterback, first thing that comes to mind is a Michael Vick. And I would just say, for what it's worth, outside of being the most one of the most OP characters in Madden of all time, we all know that uh, 04 Madden, and if you picked the Falcons, you was cheating, and we not playing. But <laughs> the fact is that this guy was able to be a Pro Bowl caliber player, impact a game without actually having refined passing ability. And I... I you know, I blame that on Vic as well, but I also blame that on, you know, colleges and, you know, that's, it's a whole, that's a whole other spill there. That would be another discussion Murphy I had to cover. But the fact is, is like when he was able to get to Philly and he was able to actually be a passer as well, he became more deadly. So you look at another young man who's similar to his skill set, uh, Lamar Jackson at uh, Louisville. And you can tell that he has progressed more as a passer instead of just being a scrambler like he was on last year or the, you know, the runner. Now, when you able to do both, you become a deadly weapon. And I think those guys, if they're able to refine those skills, are a lot more deadlier than your traditional pocket passes. Because now, not only do I have to guard you and defend your passing ability, but you also now have the ability to either extend plays or make plays on your own, which makes defensive coordinators uh, infuriated. <laughs> because how you defend that is really, you know, especially if he's a fast quarterback like Vic was. Everybody remembers the Vic play. If you were alive during that time, if not, go to YouTube, look up Falcons. I want to say it was uh, Falcons versus Minnesota and how Vic was so fast he made two defenders run into each other. Great play. But do you see Deshaun Watson who was actually able to take over game with his legs? But a lot of people forget. Deshaun Watson was known for his passing ability at Clemson, not his running ability. He just, that was like icing on the cake. And I guess you could kind of say in, you know, real sense, it's like, oh, hey, I got a, I got a job I like, but, oh, the people, I like the people there too, so that's a plus. So it's it's it, it's always going to be relevant. It's like even then you take certain guys that people don't even look at as scramblers. Uh, Alex Smith, um, the check down king. You have uh, – Aaron Rodgers, and even Andrew Luck. A lot of people actually revere these guys for their athletic ability to be able to 
use their legs to extend plays or to gain additional yards and things like that. So in in my opinion, I'll come back to it. Yes, it's it's always going to be it's always going to be an asset. Now, if you have a guy who's only a runner, it's going to be a problem because you can't really run a well-balanced or a consistent offense if you're not also able to push the ball down the field. I mean, all you got to do is stack the box and, you know, it's like being only a passer. All I got to do is play, you know, play baseball the whole game and we'll shut you down. That's just how it goes. So I think having that balance, if you are able to get a quarterback like that and have that balance to where we can beat you either way, I think it's it's more of an asset than a liability if it's used properly. But that's that goes back to coaching. But you know, again, y'all want to follow me? I am Q the Great. That'll be underscore Q underscore the underscore Great on Twitter as well as on Instagram. Uh, you can also catch all the podcasts that I do. Uh, Speaker dot com forward slash I think Speaker dot com forward slash user forward slash the Critical Dump, or just go on the Speaker dot com, look into the search bar TCD Media Network. It'll pop right up. Check out all the shows we have on there. You know, we have a lot of dope shows, and we continue to try to build it. You know, Chopping Over Q Podcast, myself, uh, VJ Burton, as well as uh, Kayla. And you can also catch Talking 30 with myself, Deronimo the Don, Picture Perfect, Ashley Nicole, and we just added uh, Tia from Sit With Us Podcast. So other than that, Murph, man, I appreciate you letting me come through again, talking noise, and you already know, hey, anytime, just hit me up, man. I'm in it. Peace. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy, Big Roy, man. Representing Why Not Sports, man. Shout out to my boy D Murph, man. Um, topic of discussion, man, about these new generation running quarterbacks, man. And personally, me, the running quarterbacks have been alive in the NFL. You think back all the way to the, the Doug Flutie, to the Randall Cunninghams, to the Michael Vicks, who took it to a different level. And now you're looking at the league at the Cam Newtons of the world and the Sean Watson, the Russell Wilson of the world. I think it's I think it's kind of good for the league. It makes it a little more exciting, you know, because some of these quarterbacks these days are a, a lot more athletic, faster. You know, so you see like these guys like Cam Newton kind of, you know, running through defenders now because when have you seen a quarterback actually lower his head, you know, how to run through a, a defender. And some of these guys are doing it even with the juke move, you know, and it kind of helps out the offense too sometimes when you got a quarterback that can run outside the pocket and create plays outside the pocket to make his receivers look well too, you know. So you look at a guy like Russell Wilson, that's what he's doing, he's doing today, you know. When he's got out of the pocket, the most dangerous threat there is playing right now, you know, especially when he rolls out to his left, you know. So I think it's in a good – I think the game with the quarterbacks is in a good place. I mean, not to say the Tom Brady's – Aaron Rodgers and, uh, you know, the guys like that, the Drew Brees of the world or Big Ben's of the world are fading away. But, I mean, you can still get away with Tom Brady sitting in the pocket, picking you apart 35 times a game and win a game. You know, but you, yeah, I think you can do a little more with a quarterback that can get outside the pocket, play action, you know, zone reads, things like that. You know, just to expand the playbook a little bit more. But in my eyes, you know, I look at guys like Cam Newton, you know, what he did, especially his MVP seasons, you know, the, the, the threat of having to run and pass, that's kind of hard to defend, especially as a defender, you know, especially if you're trying to zone in on one, one thing that this part guy does good, 
you have to pick your poison if you want to run in on the run on the pass, you know. And he's proven he can launch the ball 60 yards too. So, you know, you look at these quarterbacks now, man, it's, just, it's, just, it's the, the word you can use is exciting. You know, it's exciting to see what, what they're doing with their team, just how they're changing the element of football, you know, from a traditional way, just sit back and read. But, I mean, it's just what the NFL is coming to. And you look at some of the guys that have been drafted early, you know, Maybe in the top 10, 15 pick, these guys usually are dual threat quarterbacks that can run and pass. You know, it, it gives your offense more options, you know. So, me personally, man, I, I'm with it. You know, I hope the NFL keep transitioning from the looks of it for what's going on in high school, excuse me, what's going on in college. You know, the way these guys are developing, like the Lamar Jackson in the world, they, they're, just, they're getting even faster, <laughs> you know, a little more athletic, you know. So, it's a, it's a exciting thing to see the transition of the quarterback position, you know, and even with them being able to do more, the market for a quarterback is going up more now. So now you have to think about the financial parts over, too, of them getting paid as a runner, so-called, and a thrower. You know, that's why you pretty much on every team, the quarterback is going to be most likely the highest-paid player because he's the most valuable piece to the team at most times, you know, so – these guys are getting paid a lot of money to do what they do, you know, and thinking about what kind of a threat they are on the field, you know, running and passing, you know, it just makes things, I think, I think it makes things a lot more easier, you know. So I'm just not pointing out not Cam Newton and Russell Wilson of the world. You see a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, who does true perfection. He's not running too much. He's not, you know, but – he gets it done. He gets the job done when he has to with his legs, you know, and to sit back and think about his accuracy as a quarterback, you know, it's just how, what do you, is, 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 how do you stop that? You know, a guy like that, that's that accurate, quick of a release, and is mobile, you know, so he, when he gets out of the pocket, he, like I said with Russell Wilson, he's one of the dangerous quarterbacks also that can launch the ball on the side of the field 56 yards, you know, so these guys get paid the big bucks to make these type of throws, you know, so, and, and that's pretty much what the NFL is leaning towards, you know. So, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes next. You know, it's kind of actually, you know, actually fun to see a quarterback, you know, get out, do more things, and look like more like an athlete, more so than throwing the ball in the pocket, which is can win you games too. I'm not, I'm not talking talking down on that. That can win you games too. But from what a game is transitioning, I think it's transitioning definitely to a dual threat quarterback. You know, so man, y'all let me know what y'all think, man. Hit me up, man. Big Roy, why not sports, man? Get it, y'all. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.